Okay, so we're married November 7th, 2019, Savannah Courthouse. I was very pregnant and I thought everything was fine and dandy. Well, we start our new life. We got our new house while we're renting, but we spent most of our money getting everything on track. And this is before, right before COVID. This is November 2019. I go and give birth November 22nd to my first baby, Huxley, best day of my life. And the day I'm giving birth, little do I know, is the day he relapses. And it comes to find out it was a lot of, there was so much fear of bringing a new baby in, knowing we did have this money, thinking he can be a functioning addict, I guess. Um, he just wasn't ready yet. I don't like, I don't understand that because I got it the first time, but I went into it with knowing I have to give everything up. I have to go into this with everything ready to change. Cause I was not going to go back to the life I was living. This, this was my only way out and I had to do it the right way. And I am a rule follower in a way. So I, that was kind of the easy part for me. But back to the hospital, there was one point where he was looking at the baby and I looked at his arm and thought I saw like a fresh mark and I freaked out and he's like, no, no, no. Like would literally make me feel like I was crazy thinking that he was up to no good. Mind you, I have a lot of PTSD from the year before this, trying to get him back on track and the lies and the stealing and all that. At one point, I remember I won a hundred bucks on a $2 scratch off. And then the next morning I woke up and the car was gone. So the first thing I looked was, oh, the ticket's gone. It was like little things like that. But back to the hospital. I questioned him. He made me feel like I was crazy. And we went home. He was always running errands for me, which I didn't think anything of it because I was a new mom and didn't think he was doing bad stuff. And it was around Christmas time and there were all these $80 charges. Mind you, the most popular amount of money for these drugs is they're $40. It's $40, $40, $40. So he was doing, going to Walmart and doing cash back. So things, it was like 80, it'd be like 81 and some change because he would get like a pack of gum or something cheap. And this was the only pharmacy, Walmart, that sold syringes without a prescription. So it took me a while to catch on because he would tell me, I'm getting you a Christmas present. I'm getting you a Christmas present. And my dumbass, I believed it. But mind you, I was a new mom. Baby had a lot on my plate, um, breastfeeding, all that, just trying to get the new mom. And I was a new wife. But he was doing that, and it continued and continued. 
from the day Huxley was born for the whole, coincidentally, it was one solid exact year. That whole year, because COVID started in March, he was convincing me he was sober. So it was a lot of me catching him, a lot of drug tests, a lot of failed drug tests. Um, There were times I found bottles of pee in the bathroom hidden and they were old comes to find out it was the dealer's pee because he was smoking weed at the time so the drug test had to come back positive for marijuana so if he was stealing pee from someone they had to smoke weed or I would be like what's up what's up so um it went on he was I would find paraphernalia I would go through the truck it was literally a year of the most longest days of my life while being a new mom and it was I would you he was he was very present when he was there and grew a bond with Huxley and helped me get him to sleep every night and rocked him a lot and take a lot of naps with them. And a lot of the times I had no idea. I thought he was sober. And um, you learn that you don't just, they don't just quit the dope. You don't just quit. If someone's saying they just stopped, it doesn't happen like that. There has to be a whole change, a whole physical change. Like every time he would say he was sick with the flu, I'd give him DayQuil and stuff. I'd find him all hoarded in his truck. He wasn't sick from the flu. Like, I was believing his lies because I wanted to trust him. And I just, my heart goes out to everyone who lives with some, who has to live in that every day, thinking that you're being lied to and played like a fool, and then they're making you feel dumb for it. And it is the probably the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. And then you're watching them hurt themselves and possibly kill themselves. So let's fast forward because I will get back into certain incidences and like all that because there was a lot, a lot. But let's just fast forward because I want to get to the part of where we, why we're all here to help your loved ones. So, Huxley's birthday. First birthday, I made t-shirts. We were going to my mom's. I made daddy a t-shirt. My nephew is five days younger. So, they technically almost share a birthday. So, first birthday together, we're going to have it with them. My husband, separate driving. So, we get there. And he's, no, I can't get in touch with him. I don't know where he is. I don't know what's up. I can't remember if I thought he was sober or not. I literally can't remember at that time. There was so many different times. Well, anyways, he's missing. So my first thought is he's up to no good, though, no matter what, even if he was sober. And Huxley blows out his candles, and then I get a phone call from Bubba at the hospital. He overdosed. He took Narcan to save his life in the McDonald's parking lot. That's where he was. Huxley's first birthday. Something has to change. He's never almost died. So this was a huge wake-up call for him. So 
all the promises. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll do better. I'm not going to do this anymore. Blah, 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 blah. The next day, I guess he had to get one more out because he pulled up in the driveway and he looked like he was feeling really, really fucking good. And he let me like search him. It was weird. He just sat there and like, let me search him. And I found all this stuff in his hoodie pocket, flipped out. And that's when the next day he, the next day he went to the MAT clinic and got on methadone. And he has been sober ever since that day. But I totally forgot about a month before Huxley's birthday. He did, we did try treatment. So I did, I did think he was sober when he overdosed. We went to treatment for, I took him to Greenville, South Carolina, dropped him off, made sure he was all set. He did over 30 days and he snuck a bus, a bus ride back here and he was trying to do good. And while he was gone, I started a recovery clothing line in hopes to help others share hope. And my big thing was Hope Dealer, Hope Dealer on shirts. And it was a big hit. And he came home and was wearing my sober hoodies and stuff. And mind you, I think that last day I caught him, he was wearing a hoodie that said sober. Everything's about signs and coincidences with us. But he has been sober since November 24th, 2020. And I'm so freaking proud of this dude. He has been through hell and back. He was given, dealt the worst hand of cards growing up. He was raised by a single dad. He has been through it. And to see this guy jump so headfirst into recovery and changing his life and then watching God give him these promises and these great things that he thought he would never, ever, ever have. He never thought he'd have a brand new truck. He never thought he'd have a business and be a boss and be a respected man in this community. I am truly honored to be his wife. I'm truly honored to see him go through this process and to see a broken man become such a beautiful person it makes me really emotional but I just I want you guys to know that that hopeless 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 person can be someone so beautiful again there is something beautiful in you in every single person these bad people they're not bad people they were given a shitty hand of cards and they're sick. They're freaking sick. But there is a solution. And I found it. My husband's found it. We have combined it. We have found different ways to help people. And we want to direct you. We want to help people get their families back. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'm going to get more into it. But I'm going to take probably a day break. I just wanted to get this first big chunk of my story out and now we can get to like the really helping people part in addition to that last episode I just wanted to say that Bubba is working one-on-one with a doctor 
and will not be on this medication forever, but it is a long road and slow road to come off of it safely. And I do want to give him a huge, huge shout out and thank him so much for letting me share his part of my journey and his journey as well, because it has saved lives and it will continue to save lives. And that's what brought us together. And that is what is keeping us sober is helping y'all and watching these families struggle and feel the pain that we felt. We don't want that. We want to give our experience strength and hope. We went through this pain and we're going to turn it into power. Thank you, babe. I love you so much. And we are going to save some lives.